are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We're going to talk about that rumor I heard about Walker Kessler. Clearly, it was wrong and I'm upset about it because I figured Walker was going to make a U-turn and he did not. He landed somewhere a little further down south. We'll talk about that today. More importantly, we got to figure out what's next. No big men and man, oh man, Huber Davis' job is getting harder and harder by the day. But can he bounce back? Sure, he's got one transfer in the bucket, but can he keep going? We'll see. We also are going to talk about the Diamond Heels who dominated Duke yesterday and now have another postponed game and for reasons that might be unique to some. So let's talk about that on today's show. So like I mentioned, I heard a rumor that Walker Kessler strongly was considering coming back to North Carolina. And it was obvious why you would at least consider it. When you have a coach have a press conference and give you kind of that hype and good feeling and good vibe and take the time out of his first press conference as a head coach to say that he wants you. The sales pitch of all sales pitches, right? Because we know all eyes are on this press conference. So I'm sure Hubert Davis poured into everything he could in that phone conversation that he had with Walker Kessler the same day he had his press conference and said, listen, I've coached you up. I think things are changing. Please just consider and come back. Reconsider your decision to transfer. After all that long paragraph drawn out message of saying you're going to take your talents elsewhere, I would love it if you return. And I'm sure Walker Kessler thought about it long and hard. But as we know, and as we have come to find, Walker said, listen, once you make a decision, once you ring the bell, you can't unring it. Once you've decided that you no longer want to be somewhere, as much as people want to give you the, hey, big head tweet and what have you, it's just time to go. Maybe it's time to start fresh. And His mind was clearly made up. I'm so glad that I don't listen to message boards and just wait for things to come out now. Walker Kessler put on his Instagram, I am excited to play for a great coach at an awesome school and be close to home in my family for Eagle. So he will be going to Auburn University. You couldn't tell by the War Eagle message, right? Kessler is a third transfer pickup for Bruce Pearl's program this offseason. Joining College College of Charleston combo guard Zepp Jasper and Eastern Kentucky point guard Wendell Green Jr., who is rated as the number 22 overall player in the 2020 class. Kessler had Auburn among his three finalists coming out of Woodward Academy in Fairburn, Georgia, before ultimately committing to and signing with North Carolina as part of the Tar Heels' number two ranked recruiting class. Kessler, well, I didn't even know this about Kessler. This is what hurts my spirit even more, that he was a 2020 Gatorade Player of the Year in Georgia, as well as the state's Mr. Basketball as a senior. But when he got to Carolina, you would think with all of that on your resume, you would get some playing time. He saw limited action in UNC's rotation his freshman year, finding his footing. The seven-foot-one big man appeared in all of Carolina's 21-29 games, but he came off the bench in each of them and averaged 4.4 points, 3.2 rebounds. (sighs) And when you look back, He definitely should have started in some places. He was still learning his way in a lot of areas. But you saw the potential. You definitely saw the potential. And the game with which that we were finally allowed to have a couple fans back 
That was one of Walker's best nights. He saw his role increase in mid-February, logging double-digit minutes in nine of UNC's final 11 games. He averaged 8.3 points, 5.3 boards, while averaging 13 minutes per contest. He just came alive a little bit more as you got some action. So I think he might have jumped the gun a little too soon and didn't get the full Carolina experience, which is unfortunate, but that's life in the sense of what we're all going through at the moment. And maybe that's just his story and testimony to tell, but it's, un- I wish it's almost like it's so much that's unwritten so much. We still will just never know. He's a big, what if in Carolina's program, it'll always be, what if Kessler had stayed right? What if Kessler and Dayron had given it a little more time? We've seen that Dayron's stock has gone down a little bit in these draft mock drafts, what have you. He's now sitting at 29th. Like, what if he had just given it one more year to be the first round overall pick? Like, what if we just patience? What if we had a little patience, you know? Okay. But now Auburn will have the top two highest rated program, highest, top two highest rated players in program history. So they're off to a good start. Bruce Pearl tweeted some fire emojis, real excited about the new addition that he has to his program. And we all know Auburn has left a bad taste in our mouth a couple times as they shot the lights out a couple years back and ultimately eliminated us from the NCAA tournament, which eventually led Kobe White to make a decision to go play at the next level and all of that good stuff. So again, I always want guys to go get paid. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But man, I always want guys to go be happy. Even that, right? I always want guys to go be happy, figure out what they want to do, find the best place for them. If there was ever a year to go try something when things don't work out, this is the year. Because you don't have to have that year of sitting out. You don't have any real stipulations. And you get a bonus year. So if anything, you've got all the time in the world to figure out what you want to do. And you've got some time to get some real evaluation. So go do it. Like my man Armando Baycott, who is going to get some evaluation to bring his butt back to Carolina. Because he can recognize that he will be the man should he return. Right? And they need him. Absolutely need him. I think he kind of fell flat in the last couple games of the season when he was needed most. And I think that he had to have some hard, stern talkings too. You know, second half of games and coming back and being explosive. But can you imagine if he just had a full campaign, a full season's worth of dominant performances, he could write his own ticket, in my opinion. So that's my my appeal, my spiel, my plea for Armando to come back. I think Justin McCoy will be a great addition, but still. Right. It is going to take time to learn. Luckily, they get less. They have less restrictions this offseason than they did, you know, last season where they couldn't really train and practice and be kind of in the thick of what a Carolina basketball player, a student athlete can really do to improve their you know performance on the field. Right. So now they have that opportunity. Hopefully those guys utilize it and we'll just go from there. So right now we're, we're big depleted. <laughs> we need to get some bigs because at the end of the day, I don't know when you look at who's going to be feeding you as well. I hope our guards have good off developmental off seasons. Cause if I'm thinking about taking a transfer, I'm like, well, what does that passing game? Is it going to improve? 
because I can't if I'm not going to get fed correctly I don't even know why I'm wasting my time but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day so we'll have an episode where we talk about some potential guys that Carolina should target and look at and I'm sure the Twitter world will tell me who I should <laughs> have people looking for and all that good stuff but first I want you guys to know about rockauto.com the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate you can quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts available for your car or truck. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now we've got the Diamond Heels to focus on, right? Turn our attention to. They had a great game last night as they took on the Blue Devils. North Carolina smashed five home runs in a dominant 21-8 win over rival Duke to win the series on Monday evening at home on Bryson Field. The Tar Heels' 21 runs were the most since scoring 21 in a win over Virginia Tech back in 2013. Carolina, from start to finish, was out there getting it. Duke went up. Then Carolina responded, thanks to Thomas Frick, hit a three-run home run after Danny Ceretti hit an RBI double off the right field wall. We had Colby Wilkerson with four at-bats, three hits, four, four hits in three runs. Danny Ceretti, five at-bats, three runs, three hits. Dallas Tesser with four at-bats, three runs, two hits, four RBIs. Caleb Roberts with four at-bats, four runs, two hits, one RBI. Players that, of course, had great games as well. Austin Love started the game, and he pitched four innings. He allowed six runs on seven hits while striking out five batters. Chris Joyner and Kyle Mott combined for four innings, five strikeouts, and three hits. Joyner earned his first win of the season with with uh after tossing three scoreless innings had to get that one out cannon pickle made his first appearance as a tar heel and struck out the first batter he faced this win marked the fourth acc acc series win for carolina in this season so far and they will be back in action friday april 16th at 6 p.m in pittsburgh PA to begin a three-game set against the Panthers. Now, they were supposed to play today, 
against the University of Charlotte. North Carolina at Charlotte was scheduled, but it has been postponed due to student-athlete welfare concerns. It is in the best interest of both teams to reschedule this game at a later date. Not sure what, you know, could have sparked this. There's plenty of things going on in the world, which, you know, mental wellness is very much real out here. So unsure if there's anything that sparked the definite decision in that regard. But, of course, life is happening all around us. So I'm sure they will figure out a time and place to redo that game. And we look forward to covering that then. But until then. We'll keep it rolling. 21 and 8, nothing to shy away from. Carolina trying to find its groove, which it certainly will need to do against Pittsburgh. But more importantly, Carolina just playing its game. You know, this is a Justice Thompson stand account. So, you know, we're rooting for them through and through. But we also know Carolina can sometimes get in its own way and best itself. So we're just hoping that we can figure out (laughs) how to get all of our ducks in a row and ultimately gear up for what should be a very exciting conference tournament and ultimately get ourselves to the College World Series. Carolina has not been, to me, up to snuff like we are used to seeing in quite some time. But I know that it's in there. They're right. They're right on the cusp of having greatness. And as we know, the ladies are not too far behind figuring out their groove. We know that they dropped a game against Virginia, but ultimately split the series, which is, you know, we always look for positives. They had a rough go against the University of North Carolina at Charlotte and came back and ended up taking up, putting away the uh, Cavaliers. So there's good things on the horizons on the diamond, on the mound. And now we are going to gear up for what should be an exciting time in the football world. Right. So all things Carolina action is good. And we know that the cross teams are doing well. Soccer is doing good. Of course, per usual, University National Champions, it's hard to not find a good, solid, if not great program there over in Chapel Hill. So there's that. But as I mentioned, Carolina football is playing Virginia Tech. Opening that game should be an exciting weekend. I'm going to tell you about the entire weekend and why you should just be excited about ACC sports in general. But first, I got to make sure you're locked and loaded and ready to bet on all of these teams this fall because it should be a great time for college football. If you have not yet, sign up today for betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Football might be over, but football, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing, and college football is right around the corner. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news and scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Are you ready for the NFL draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get podcasts. Now, the ACC Coastal Division matchup that is Carolina versus Virginia Tech is going to be one of the most exciting games to start out Labor Day opening weekend for ACC football. But listen, it is not just the only game we can get excited for. So if you love college football in general, 
right? Of course, you're rooting for the Heels. You want them to pick up the win against the Hokies. We know it's been a while since Carolina has been, been able to overcome the Hokie hump consistently, right? We had six overtimes at one point. We almost lost last season, but we're able to pull it off and finally get that one, get that rust off our belt, get that, you know, monkey off our backs. We've been waiting to beat Virginia Tech for quite some time, and now we're looking to repeat it and come out the gate saying as much hype has been built around this team as much positives as we saw against Texas A&M. We're looking at them like, listen, we're, we stood toe-to-toe with one of the best. We lost gas a little bit in the last couple of plays, but that was nothing but motivation as we had very young players out there defending, you know, Carolina's honor, right? <laughs> we had nothing but goodness showing for Carolina in that matchup in the Orange Bowl. And now look at us, trying to come back out the gate, punch in the mouth, and a team that we usually have to build up for. We're saying we're ready to go flat out we could ultimately go lose a couple games a season because that's just who Carolina is but we want to be in the conversation to get Sam Howell in that Heisman you know talk more importantly we want to be in the college football playoff conversation should things go right we really would love to just get back to the ACC championship right and beat Clemson as we should have done a few years back as well that's a whole nother story still stand by the fact that we were not offsides but if you know you absolutely know but on Labor Day weekend this fall, we have so many good matchups to discuss. NC State will host UCF, USF, excuse me, South Florida in Raleigh on Thursday night, followed by Wake Forest and ODU, Old Dominion, and then Virginia Tech versus UNC on Friday. Then you've got a Saturday slate of game, which, games which feature eight teams in action, including Miami against Alabama for the Chick-fil-A kickoff game in Atlanta, and then Clemson versus Georgia in Duke's Mayo Classic in Charlotte. Florida State will host Notre Dame on Sunday, September 5th, while Ole Miss and Louisville will meet in a second Chick-fil-A kickoff game in Atlanta on Monday, September 6th. Whew, Chick-fil-A going off. <laughs> You see how they had to have it on Monday. They couldn't have the Sunday second Chick-fil-A off game because they hold true to Chick-fil-A being closed on Sundays. And they can't even can't even have football <laughs> on Sundays because, you know, Chick-fil-A wouldn't be open. And that would just be crazy. It would be very off-brand for the group. But here we are, Labor Day weekend, where eight teams will get it off. And especially on that Friday, Carolina will take on the Hokies. So I'm looking forward to that, making sure. I mean, I would love to just be in that atmosphere again, right? Just love to enjoy as Honestly, as a fan, I understand I cover them and all that good stuff, but it would be nice to just go and appreciate the team, which I haven't gotten a chance to do in quite some time, right? So all of that to say, I'm excited about football season. I hope you are too. I know it's been, we thought we got a little hype about basketball season. No, you can't, you can't front. We got a little hype about basketball season, but are we officially a a football school? It's hard to say, Right. I think now with Hubert Davis, maybe we'll get us back to being a basketball school. But are we to the point now where we're just like, let's get through spring so we can get ready for football? Are we that excited about football, our football program now? I don't know. I would love to hear from you at Locked on Heels, at Candace e. Cooper. Can you tell me whether or not Carolina is now a football program? I understand we are historically a basketball team. I understand all the accolades that we've had and we pride ourselves on but as of late, when you hear Carolina's name, when you talk about the Tar Heels, are you talking about Mac Brown, Sam Howell and company? Or are you talking about who's your who's your figurehead for Carolina? Because it no longer can be Roy Williams, right? It no longer can be our man 
with the plan, 40 grand, retiring after 18 seasons. You know, I don't even think we put Hubert up there just yet. So let me know how you're feeling about it. I would love to know the thoughts or if we can just be like, all right, Candace, relax. Obviously, it's a basketball school. There's that. Just let me know your opinion. I'm very interested in hearing it. So make sure you guys hit me up at Candace D. Cooper at Locked on Heels. Love to hear your thoughts. More importantly, love to get your feedback. Five stars. Leave a review. All of that good stuff. It helps me help you to listen to a great show. So don't be shy about it. I love feedback. I'm not one of those take it too personal, right? We can have conversations. How to get better. Everybody wants to get better at what they do, right? Cool. Make sure you guys come back tomorrow. More conversations about football, more conversations about basketball. Who is going to be a part of the roster on the basketball team? We'll just have to find out. Look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. Oh, and I also must include the women's basketball. Most definitely has a program or a new person who was added to the program. We'll talk about her tomorrow as well. I'll see you guys soon. Look forward to talking. Have a great day. And as always, go here. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.